Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us on the Cindy Cochran Show. I'm Cindy Cochran, so it works out real well. Uh, but I, I have been doing this show for, oh, so long, since 2012. I've been doing this show, but we, we're in a different studio than we used to be. And uh, well, You know, you're kind of fibbing a little bit there. Is it? No, it's 2012. 2012, uh, yeah, but then you took... What five six, years? Five years off. Yeah. Then I. So I you had haven't a, been doing it since 2012. Well, I, I've I've been. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, you don't know what I was doing at home practicing. Well, you weren't rehearsing. doing the Cindy Cochran show. Well, at home I was. Did you, you go to my Facebook and see what I was trying to do? <laughs> I had three strokes and I had a, uh, a uh, quadruple bypass. See, that's what she tells people. But the real <laughs> truth is, she's been incarcerated. Oh. For like oh, six she's been years. upstairs. She's been in the high She tower, used huh? to deal a lot of pills, <laughs> and you know that. What was that guy from Mexico that's been arrested and digging tunnels? Oh, she, uh, shot Ch- Chavez or Chavez. Yeah. one of them. Yeah, one, yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she we was the right hand man El Chapo. El Cha- <laughs> of El Chapo, yeah. the other end of the tunnel. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm sure she was at home with her feet up eating bonbons. Yeah, yeah. 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 He'll say stuff like this, like this, <laughs> almost like a. Um, one of those people that Tourette's syndrome. You, know, you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. And I'm, I'm telling somebody a story, and he'll go, yeah, well, tell them about the time that you had that illegitimate child. And like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I don't know how how long the people have the show on before they turn it off, and then you don't know what they got. Yeah, yeah, like, they okay. got yeah, they and, um, in just for that but, part. But otherwise, he, you know, he's very strict about what you can and can't say, and it's on a, it's on a community radio show, so... He said, now, you can't discuss uh, religion or you can't See, discuss this, this politics. See, this is when Cindy doesn't listen to me because <laughs> it sounds so general. What it is is we are a government-licensed FM station. Ah. So think of us as like PBS. Yeah, right. So okay, we're the station itself as a host and the content that we produce should not have a bias in a religious sense or political sense right it should be non-biased and i'm not biased at all yes you are (laughs) i have to watch you all the time this is this is his uh this is a sign he has to do like you're on the fence (laughs) you're on the fence oh we can use that yeah Yeah, yeah, martha Martha might use that and the worst thing about her is it's not fun like if she was like a conspiracy theorist kind of crazy this that would be fun but you're like, oh, she's really serious about this. Like, this isn't. We're not talking aliens and lizard people or anything like that. No, yeah, I've spent years with Mark talking about that line in his conversations. Sometimes he will see the line and then intentionally go right past oh, yeah. it. So Why again, not? we'd have a chat. I'm like, well, her, Next time her point, which is I don't agree with, is that just because something's funny, it doesn't need to be said. And my thing is, if it's before. funny, it needs to it be said. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 it needs to be said. And outrageous, Not it needs to be <laughs> said. It needs to be because said. Yeah. He has to get that out of his system, then he feels like he's uh, part of this show. Want to make sure <laughs> well, I didn't even bring up the white powder you carry around. <laughs> okay, okay. 
foundation, explain this right? story every time. No, I, I have, um, I have to take blood thinners. So I have to have this white powder on my keychain on this. Now, look ah, at this. If this yes. doesn't look suspicious, I don't know. What it, but the white powder is in there. So if a policeman ever came and said, okay, now what's in here? And he opens it up in the white powder, and he'd go, Oh, God, that's horrible. It's horrible. That must be a blood coagulator, and that's what it is. Right. It coagulates the blood, so you, I don't bleed to death. She has a black one and a silver one. <laughs> and gold. Yeah. So, and a gold one. A gold. So, again, my story about her being incarcerated <laughs> could be true. You don't really know. Yeah. And she carries yeah. those around, you know, as test products. She's like, "Yo, yeah. you want to test my product? I got it's pure. I got it's pure right pure. here. I got the chopped stuff." Okay, so I have to tell you, <laughs> many, many years ago, in another lifetime, I was a poker dealer in Las Vegas. Oh wow! And I'm sitting there at the table dealing poker, and we, we, most of our clientele in the place I was working were older. Um, it was kind of a, a community club-like atmosphere there. And, and I got this one old guy sitting there at the table playing like he usually does. And his friend comes hobbling over with a cane and says, I got to show you this. And he pulls out of his pocket one of those little brown glass jars yeah. from the 70s, if you yeah, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know talking about. Um, that with a little screw cap on the top and the little, little stick that would go down inside it. And he says, look at that. And he's swinging it back and forth, and it's got this white powder in it. And I'm like... <laughs> what the heck is this guy really oh. waving cocaine around in here and he says yeah i got this to put my nitroglycerin in and it is so handy you need to get yourself some of these i'm like okay I that's get right it people carry See? around nitroglycerin that's yeah. right yeah. martha yes. you if if somebody said, I feel like okay, that should be on I a bumper you, sticker. Like, I'm traveling with nitro. <laughs> I want you, yeah, yeah. I want don't you hit me. <laughs> don't hit me. I've I want got you to nitro. meet Martha, and, and I'm going to give you about five seconds to figure out what different jobs she may have done. Oh, good heavens. And, and that would have been one of them. You have got such an authority, <laughs> and I can see you standing behind the thing, and, you know, oh, yeah. just doing all that stuff that they do to make people feel like intimidated but if you know what you're doing what you're saying and all that but i do have a reputation yeah that's your spiritual gift is intimidation (laughs) intimidation is one that what would happen if i came up goes okay i've only played like battles so could you help me with how to get to this point and i bet people you know want you to teach them right when they come up whenever they would come up say uh, people think i'm a poker expert i'm a poker yeah. dealing expert uh-huh. i'm not a poker playing expert although i do know how to play but the people that want me to teach them how to beat the house with you know oh. how to win at poker <laughs> win. is like okay yeah. i got a good book for you but i can't really help you with that, but could you so. do all the cartridge like the you know the the way that they Flip the cards, and you could do all that. Oh yeah, a lot of it. Shuffle, yes, all your shuffling. All your shuffling, yeah, and the fanning. And the, can yeah. you still do all the shuffling, or did you? Put well, that it's away? been a long time. That was forty Back in years ago. Thirty. Yeah, thirty-three. You, right before we. Yeah, right yeah. Before we And you left that sinful life. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yes, you are proud. You you know who we're talking to? We're talking to Mark and Martha White, and I teased so bad yesterday, uh, the the audience, and said. Uh, we're going to have this couple on, and um, we're we're talking about this big black box. It was on Highway 75 for so long, and nobody knew what it was. Now, yeah. and and what was going on in there? And now, what I saw and remember seeing is 1012 Project, is what it was about. I know it's called something different now. But well, at one point, did it ever have Project? next to the name 1012 i don't think so we've been in that that they've been in that building how long on Ooh, uh, uh eight years 
eight years. We came. Maybe we've nine. been there seven years. So we, yeah. there was a year we missed, but well, but I but I think the uh, uh, it's always been ten twelve church. Okay. From what I understand. Well, now you've but given the church it away. is small, and the ten twelve stands out okay. big. Okay. Now right. you've given and it's it away. Con- it's a confusing. Church. Yes. That's what yeah. It, because I kept saying the ten twelve project, and I said, you know, I know about the Manhattan project <laughs> and what that was. So I, it was driving me crazy. What's going on in this building? What What's happening in there? Mm-hmm. And I don't get, go down seventy five too much, but my daughter, my uh, granddaughter, starts dating a, a boy, then and, and she said. Grandma, he's real religious, you know, and he, and I says, well, where does he go to church? And he, she said, that 1012 church. And I said, the 1012 oh. church, what, what, wait a minute, what, where's that? And I said, they said, you know, that big black box, that's where the church is. And I said, that's a church? I said, oh my word. And all this time I had all these conspiracy theories, you know, <laughs> what, what could be going on in there. Well, it's also a fireworks stand. So it is. Now, a couple Boomtown, of times a year, yeah. Boomtown, right? Yes. Two, yeah, yes, twice so a year fireworks. during when they sell fireworks. They, so, we have to move out and yeah, they move in. They, so when they sell fireworks, it's, you know, a huge building, you know, like for a fireworks building. But yeah. they, they, uh, they do fireworks twice, well, twice a year, but mm-hmm. three times because of, of uh, January. Yeah, well, like it's yeah. three weeks each, twice a year. So yeah. it's uh, so we're out of the building for three weeks at the end of December, yeah. uh, right up until New Year's Eve, and uh, three weeks in July, June, July, before the Fourth of July. And right, so, and then y'all go homeschool and go to homes, and mm-hmm. and uh, everybody meets at homes. You mm-hmm. have different, like small groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. we all have. You yeah, know, exactly. We have small group places anyway, and uh, but it's it's really cool because then you get the, you have a coziness of a, of a home mm-hmm. and all, and so it may be hard to get them back in to come back and, and do church in there because it's like people watching TV, uh, church on TV, yeah. and getting those people back. Get them out of bed and let, unless we let them come in your pajamas and bring your coffee and we'll sit you on the back row and it'll be fine because we can't because people say oh, I just I'm just so I can lay down there and and they go through all oh, how much comfortable it is I said yeah but we're and we're texting what's so funny is that the church where I go you know we're we're texting like good morning how are y'all I'm here I'm you know I'm I wish I could be there with y'all and and all that stuff and uh, and I'm thinking, you know, I really would rather be there, and I couldn't wait to hug somebody, you mm-hmm. know, like because that's what we. Miss yeah, we the do. Most. Yeah. We do live stream the the services on YouTube, and we have some people who have never been in the building. They oh, only they watch us on YouTube, oh. and we would know that because uh, we would have technical issues, and and we wouldn't get the weekly. Uh, get the live stream going, and we uh-huh. get a message on YouTube saying, "What happened to you guys? I was waiting for you." Like, I miss really? church, and that's on y'all. Yeah. I told God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. "Yeah, I was here. I was laying in bed waiting for the thing to happen." Yeah. But uh, but it's been a phenomenon with that pandemic that came, and yeah. and did that? Did y'all shut down? Did you? Yes and no. You did. You didn't tell him. You didn't take this one away. Well, we we did. We did. Uh, closed we shut the, the church. Church, mm-hmm. and yes. then what we started doing was a um, with with the uh, so at that time we had a full time pastor, and then and his wife, and then Martha and I helped out and supported them. So when they were out, we would fill in and do their responsibility. So we kind of had two people. So we got together with a that and a couple other the staff people and did a um, 
just like this. I mean, yeah, that, just so, like so this. awkwardly weird. It's just like this. We were at a table about this size, and we all sat around in his kitchen. Our in his kitchen. Oh, kitchen. and, and did a would, podcast. Like yes. Oh, yeah. And really did it this way. And it, and then we had the guy off to the side, making sure all the levels were right. <laughs> he was actually in the living room. We were so. in the kitchen, and he had his, his <laughs> yeah. setup in the living room. That's uh, that's awesome. That was good. It, it was. I like it was the really good because it was a discussion idea. format, and then people could. Then people could, yeah, could uh, message in, in their questions, right. and we could cover. And it really turned into a neat question answer kind of thing, where we would have, start with a, a topic, but then people would come in and then put in their questions, and then you could kind of. And so it's it's kind of neat because so often in church you don't realize what people know and don't know, right? And so right. for somebody to ask a question about something that you didn't realize, oh. And then you start talking about that, and then we discuss the others, and it, it went really well. We had a few people that were upset. Yeah. Um, that just thought, you know, to have four people or five people <laughs> in a room that close was, but, you Did know. you biblically, you know, come back at him and, look, it's two or more, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so no. We're good. <laughs> I think we were on the other end where they didn't want us to be having uh, yeah. two or more together, <laughs> gathered together. I think, I think they want, they were, think they were the people that were happy with one or less. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah. Oh, sure. I'm, I, it was, it was really a struggle. And I think whenever we did the, uh, live streaming, they were still doing that, but the preacher and, and the praise team were up on the stage, and they did it, mm-hmm. and I thought the sheriff was going to come in any minute because uh, they're supposed to shut it down, but they just did the, you know, the um, service, yeah. and they and were the only ones church. in there. There was no, no yeah. one out in the audience, but they were just seeing them on stage, and I thought, this... I bet they're going to get in trouble. But it was so bad because a lot of us said, you know, is, I mean, my mom would be turning in her grave if she thought that we'd shut down church for anybody. For anything. And you just, yeah. you know, you get your guns and you just stand outside and wait for them to go get you. <laughs> yeah. There were you pastors know, that were arrested over that during that whole COVID huh? thing. There are pastors that were arrested. Yes. For- oh, yeah. And they, and they were meeting in their parking lots, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody stay far away. He'll he'll scream it at you but mm-hmm. it was it was really hard on everybody but you guys i i love i i was there uh last sunday yeah and yes. i came in and um the y'all do the everybody get together and eat donuts and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. oh the turn and greet yes, yes. no yes. i think even before that because well, you got oh, yeah uh, you we know, were there for before the, we start about right. a half hour before we start right you know right. And, and there's a prayer for every for the service yes. coming up and everybody coming in but yeah but then it's it's definitely a definitely donut yeah, a lot of people yes. talk about the family feel at our church and that's part of it we meet at 10 for a right a small little prayer circle thing and then yeah we do the donuts and we do the coffee and everybody catches up with each other and what'd you do this week and how's it going and well I, I took I took that to the extreme I was I was doing production and I did uh, a lot of th- different t- things over at the Spring Woodlands Church of Christ that was down oh yeah uh, down there oh, and, yeah. and so I said you know what I just believe if you feed them they will come and so <laughs> I'm gonna instead of just doing donuts we're gonna do a spread and they go Cindy now I said no that's gonna be my contribution I'll, I'll pay for it and mm-hmm. I go to HEB and they I told HEB what we're doing and, and so I had you know they have HEB has this great chicken salad it's their oh, yeah. famous oh, yeah. yes they everybody uh, they really oh yeah. yeah and so I would get a bunch of that and then crackers and things like that and then I 
get some meats and things. That, I mean, it was. You it still was do re- that? I'm going to come to your church. <laughs> <laughs> she really it likes that chicken salad. People came in and went like, what is going on? What is this? And I said, just enjoy, eat, and you will talk, and, and then you can go in and, and sit down. And um, it was it, it was so much fun. And the the fun funniest thing that happened was when somebody came up to me and they went like, thank you, thank you so much. And she just kept going on and on like, thank you for having this. I can't tell you why. It just, I, I, well, let me tell you. My little boy just got uh, diagnosed with something that I can't remember what she said mm. he was diagnosed with, but she said he needed protein at times. Oh, and, yeah. and he said if he didn't have that protein, like immediately he would be, you know, it would be really bad for him. And she said, and here you had these meats and stuff, and I was able to feed him that, and he's, he's okay now. I just want you to know that. This is just, oh, that's awesome. you know, God had the this year for And yep. I went, that is, that's great to know, but it was just, I, I never expected that, you know something yeah. like that but yeah, everybody awesome. loved it and they you know and didn't complain i would didn't have anybody complain i think if i opened a restaurant there's a lot of people that complain about everything <laughs> yeah but, uh but it was uh it was just good and i overdid it i know i i know i overdid it because i started realizing how much i was having to spend every week for this it wasn't like once a month the kind of thing where you everybody got together and they brought food and i love that that table picture of y'all's church with all this food you know and it reminds me of the old days when we used to have food on the ground you know not food on the ground (laughs) ground. uh, that was the real old days (laughs) (laughs) those were those caveman days i don't think that (laughs) i think we're beyond that now yes oh we have we've come a long way (laughs) but y'all do have a very you know it's cohesive and it's and it's so sweet and everybody's comes over and um you know, shakes your hand and says, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, it's, it's a lot of times they like, they don't know if you've been there or not. I said, are you new? No. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm new. Because <laughs> usually I'll do that to people where we go to church and they've been there four years and I went, mm, so sorry. Yeah, you hate to do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I've been here six months. Like, ooh, and I still don't know your name. <laughs> but every, <laughs> I still don't know. And name, I remember the name tags used to be the big thing. It's like you, if you, what? You, you have church, you have no name tags? What's going on? Uh, it is handy. You got to admit it's yeah, handy. Yeah. It's Name no. tags things. We don't but, have it, but you gotta admit it's good. So if you guys are down going down seventy five, north or south, and uh it's is it before the Willis High School or after Willis High School if you're going uh south? If you're going south on seventy five, yeah. south from ten ninety seven, let's say, uh it'll be on the right hand side and it's before you get to Willis High School. Before you get to Willis High School. Yeah, okay. it's about halfway between, actually, Willis High School and 1097. Yep. Okay, and, I gave and, somebody and wrong directions yesterday. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. but, it, and it's, you can't miss it. If you, if there's a big gorilla <laughs> out front, well, they're not there. They're in, they're in their different houses because it's Boomtown at that time, and they're doing uh, fireworks. But it's only twice a twice a year mm-hmm. when they do that so yeah there's a I, big sign out front that says sinners welcome it's the easy yes and it, it says sinners welcome and uh, martha told me funny story she said y'all were there at night having I told yeah. last small week. oh yeah we do our thing called god talks on tuesday yeah. nights you and, know where it's a free-for-all kind of question and videos and all that and she said a guy walked in because he saw the sinners welcome you know part and I loved that. I thought that was really yeah. smart. That was yeah, good. yeah. We mean it, and it was, and it was one of those things that, uh, he, he, and he added so much because when you get somebody who really is just a little bit lost, I'd say, you right. know, as he was, you know, but he, but he was looking and wanting to share and talk, and 
you know, some, you know, you talk about people staying at home, you know, and you know, hard to get off to church. But then you realize there's people who are alone a lot. Oh, yeah. And that ability to come in and talk with people. And so he really kind of dominated our Tuesday night discussion. And it wasn't just him going on and on, but it was us asking him questions. And I think when you get people that come in like that, that are that are a little lost and really needing to be around other people. And it's kind of a win-win there's a story because there. he had so much to bring. Yeah, he had, he, yeah it was such yes. a unique perspective. Because a lot of times we're through. in our own little bubbles, and, and so when somebody that yep. has been in jail or somebody that has been addicted to drugs and wants to come in and share that, it's just, mm-hmm. that's good for you to see. And now, like, okay, I need to get out and, and help somebody. to be a home for them, to make we're, people oh, feel welcome. And, that, right. and I think that's the little difference in our... It, it, there's so many different churches out there, and oh, there, you yes. know, people complain about that. Uh, you know, say, "Well, there's so many. Why do we need so many?" And you go, "Because we're all so different." That's you know, true. we're all so individual. Sometimes you need to be in a small room with just a few people, and other times you want to be in a big, huge room full of tons of people and get lost. You want to yeah. be lost so that you can just let just let me hear this. I just want to take this in, and and me and God are talking now, and I don't want to be everybody coming up and patting me on the back and all yeah. that stuff. But uh, I, when I, I love traveling around and when I go to ch- different churches it, when we were in Florida or wherever and I go in and I go up to the people and go, hi, how are you doing? And it's like, I'm Cindy. And they go like, hi, do we know her? Because <laughs> <laughs> these churches have been like secluded for so long. They have the same people every every week. And so somebody right. comes in and, and you go up and introduce yourself. That's what's what's fun because mm-hmm. it really takes yes. you back and I go like okay and then there's the little churches where you open the door and everybody in the place turns around and looks. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah they have, the, they have all the pews sitting at the door right. and so you open them up and yeah. and uh so I and you, I, find, and you find out they don't they don't wear jeans and a right and a, and a t-shirt yeah. to no. the church you find that out the hard way you know so no, I was I was bemoaning the fact that they that um they decided to tell the Senate that they don't have to wear suits anymore. <sighs> now the staff does. They're making the staff wear, you know, dress up, but the senators can dress whatever they, however they want to. Mm. Thank you. Oh, I can you see know, that ending well. Fetterman. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. going to be. Did you ever see that movie Idiocracy? There's a courtroom scene in there where everybody's dressed up outrageously and. I could see the Senate turning into a yes. Well, that's it's going to be interesting to see how they take it. Either some people are <laughs> yeah. going to get mad and they're going to start wearing tuxes, you know, because they're going to rebel against them oh, going casual. And so it'll be it'll be fun to watch how that that goes. So it, it depends on who's coming in as the the next administration. They may change. They may change. You that. never know. One you thing nev- you know. Yeah, that's right. You never don't know. count anything. You don't. You just don't know. And I tell, try and tell my kids that it's just a changing world and you kind of kind of got to just go with the flow and accept if it's wrong. But if you just go and because uh, it's going to change in about four years, it'll all, it'll all change. And uh, that's that's OK. But we were talking about uh, yesterday if if what you if what you consider is something that is, you know, I don't want to do this because it's wrong. But how do you know it's really wrong if you don't, you know, how do you find out if it's really wrong or not? Do you just feel like you've done something wrong? Mm. If you were raised a certain way, of mm. course you're going to feel, you know, like it's something like that my my kids want to do. And I go like, oh, we never did that. You're, so you don't 
you don't do that because we didn't do that but they said but it's a different time it's just a different time and i said yeah but it's the same sin it doesn't matter because you know mm -hmm. there's no new sin under the sun and they go like what in the world does that mean? <laughs> they, they thought that was that such a weird means statement. Exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, just, it's everything that you think that you've done that's wrong. It's already been done. They've been there, done that, and got the T-shirt for it. So it doesn't matter what you think is, is wrong. It's wrong. And, and God's already got a punishment for that if, if you decided to take it that way. Yeah. But I love that y'all, what you're teaching and what you're, you know, professing to the to the community is so good and family oriented and very you know home-like and mm -hmm. the, then you have a youth group on monday nights mm -hmm. and that's what uh, my granddaughter wanted to go to now we never you know like if you go to church of christ this church of christ then that's what you could do and you you don't go off to other churches you go and i said okay well i'll let y'all go and so my grandson her went and her went with uh, this boy Tyler. Oh, and yeah. so oh. oh, oh, they know Tyler. We know Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah grandkid. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so it was. Um, but I said, but I want to see what they're, you know, like what they're doing. I'd, I'd like to go and just make sure that they're not. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, yeah no, call. no snakes. No, <laughs> yeah. so, nothing being are sacrificed. You a yeah. girl, tell me exactly. What you think you are? Uh, <laughs> anything like that. On the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I went and it was great. And it, we, and this Sunday I came. And came Sunday, and uh, that's why I wanted to get y'all on because it's it's an unusual deal, and I think people going past that and Sinners Welcome and then Boomtown, uh, you know, yeah, like well, they need to <laughs> figure yeah, themselves like, out. A little confusing. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the thing about this church that I thought was extremely interesting is that they're getting ready to lose their preacher, and you think, uh oh, if you lose your preacher, everybody will go away. And that's not this church. This church no, is very it's kind of the opposite. Yeah, it's, yeah. Everybody is clinging together, and they're, it's gonna get you're gonna get through it, and it's gonna be fun uh, finding someone else. And uh, and y'all, are you gonna audition them? Are you gonna put them up there to audition, or do you know? Uh, right now, so that's what I'm taking over. Oh, that's so okay. it was kind of weird how it all worked out. Martha and I have always been involved in kind of charity ministries, and and mm -hmm. we've and we've been part of churches for you know or you know we pastored churches yeah, in the past but they were homeless for 18 years. Yeah, they were for the homeless they were yeah. at our, the ranch for the guys getting off drugs so it was always that kind of thing so to be in an actual church church uh, you know is a little different so mm -hmm. yeah so it's really been funny it, it's been the most easy transition of anything that's really been out there cause, kind of because every the core group of people that were the staff kind of filled in one of our guys is was on the music team mm -hmm. uh i was always the, the backup the fill-in pastor and so it's just kind of like okay now it'll just be full-time right in terms in terms of mm -hmm. the message preaching right. i shouldn't say pastor and you've but met in terms josh of the, message. The, the youth pastor and yeah yes. you met josh our youth pastor and yes. he was already there and so it was just it was kind of and jim one of our other guys jim that's that's an he's a an engineer, a businessman who's been there forever. So there were so many people that it became very easy where, you know, to move from the pastor who started the church, and it was kind of a one person, him and his wife really were driving everything and were doing everything, yeah. to now it's turned into really more what it should be because it's older. You know, the That's church right. has been around 15 years. And, and you have so, elders, you know, that is yeah. just funny. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand. Oh, and they always say shepherds. Our shepherds are, and I'm like, why do y'all say that? Because nobody here is going to understand. Yeah, you <laughs> think of somebody in a robe yeah. with a little the crook. Yeah, crook, are, like are the sheep coming in next yeah, or what's right. you know what's going to happen? But, but but 
to explain that you know the, the Bible is pretty profound and yeah. clear on on having a group of men that's going to be older and wiser and they help you know guide the yeah, yeah if you think of it as a board of directors it's really closer to what to what yeah, these guys are doing that, so. no that's a good that's a good point yeah I like that and how many elders meetings I've been to mm-hmm. and it's just um, and it's all it's all funny if you're staff in any church and you go, well, we can't go because we have an elders meeting. They go, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. I hope that goes yeah. well with you. <laughs> yeah. Thank God ours has gone really well. All yes, five of has. us are so different where they all have different backgrounds. And, and we even, for elders, we have different ages. We probably mm-hmm. have, uh, our youngest one's probably 35, but, oh, wow. but yeah. incredibly stable, 30s. you know? Yes, so yeah. it, it's really about maturity yes. and, you know, then age. Because there's some right. pretty immature older people. No, that's you know, right. So. Yeah, that's yes, my yeah. my yeah. eighteen year old talks about how you know y'all think y'all are because you're older that you're more mature, and I think I'm more mature than y'all are. I don't know what y'all are talking about. And I went, you don't even that's... know. I said, he goes, yes, I do, much more than you think I do. He, he does that, and I go like, wait a minute, what do you think you know? Tell me what you you think you know. But they they do get that feeling like, but you're older and. It was a different time, mm. so don't try and compare yourself. And because uh, my husband is is the great for back in the day, I remember you know <laughs> what, what we did was we we never sat down and looked at anything more than an hour because we didn't have that time. We had so many things we yeah, had to do. And you know, they, and they go like, mm, okay, but it's <laughs> it's interesting and i love to have the the youth the youth part of it because they can teach you a whole lot about what's going on because we lot we don't know a lot that they're putting having to put up with and the pressures that Mm. they have Mm -hmm. and so to have this break and they want to come you know they really enjoy that monday night thing and they can't wait to go back and i'm the driver and so (laughs) i'm i'm taking them and bringing them back but uh it's it's been great so you guys have got such a cool you know uh, project going on now. You you may change the name. You're gonna you're we are changing the name. We are you are changing the name. It will be Disciples Pathway. Disciples Pathway. Pathway. Yes. Okay. All right. That's good. I well, like on that. the ten twelve, most people like when we first came, we we're like. Okay, so what's this ten twelve? We had figured it was a Bible Before verse. Before we went, you know, yeah, we looked up like every that. ten twelve verse that we could okay. find, and nothing and I'm really. Gonna, and I'm going to ask Richard. Richard, what do you think the ten twelve means? Uh oh. Oh wait, wait, wait! I don't, wait. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> if you, you knew, that would be problematic. Yeah, really. so, okay, so uh, okay, will you explain it, Mark? What's well, 10, we we started with the so we went through thinking it's a Bible verse, and then we so we <laughs> went through, and some of the Bible verses you go, oh, I hope that's not. I hope that's not it. Mm, mainly, that's you know, so it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and then there are <laughs> other ones you go, nope, that's definitely not it. But so we got there, we asked him. I said, so what does the ten twelve stand for? And he says, well, that's the date. They started December twelfth, October twelfth, October twelfth. Yeah, and we kind of and we kind of went, oh, oh, you know. And I think, and that's been the general response. It's people yes. are like, well, I, oh, okay. I thought it was going to be so much more than mysterious, and, <laughs> and, and so did we, and yes. deep, yes. and all that stuff. And like, yeah, and so the, it was kind of yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like oh, so it's easy to remember our church anniversary. Yeah, I will oh, yeah. say that you know. But we, we've taken to calling it the Ten Commandments and the Twelve Disciples, so. That kind of fits. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was. But he thought of that. How brilliant. That's. Uh, that's somebody. Really and we were kind of saying, yeah, then it's Old Testament, New Testament, and we're mm-hmm. covering it all. But at that stage, it was really because, and it's one of those things like so many 
things, especially charities, you start doing the work, you start doing the ministry work, and you don't necessarily put all the put all the paperwork in place, do everything right. that needs to be done. And then there hits a time where you need to do it. And that's where we're at. It, it finally it kind of hit a spot where it's like, okay, everything needs to be registered. We were, they were registered properly and all that. The church was doing everything right. right. but uh, So there was no problems there. But it was all being done kind of third party. And so now we're sort of doing everything, you know, through the normal channels and all that. And so it kind of hit like, well, it'd be almost easier just to give it a new name and then let and and let the congregation choose it. Yes, you know, and if they yes. wanted to keep it, you know, but to let people say, you know, what's our mission statement, you know, and what is it that we really want to do? Because everybody on our staff, and and this is not to put down any other church because it's a hundred percent appropriate, but in ours, everybody has jobs outside. So, so one of the neat things we can talk about is when we talk about donations and giving and mm-hmm. having the right heart for it. It's really handy because none of us profit from any of that. We all have our outside jobs, and even our past pastor, same thing. We've always been one of those that we want to be able to talk about absolutely anything without worrying about how it comes right. across. And so with it, we've, we've all had, we all work elsewhere as we come on in. And so that, that kind of set that, well, what is it that we really want to do when you're all working out of the church? Mm-hmm. We recognize that our big job is to make disciples. You know, Jesus That's gave right. us the command to go out and make the people. The, people right. all want to know what their mm-hmm. purpose in life is. That's if you're a follower, mm-hmm. your purpose is disciple. Find us, right. be discipled yourself, and disciple others. And so that's why we then went with the disciples pathway. It's like it's it's that's what our focus has really been as a church, mm-hmm. and and where other churches might be really good at bringing absolute first timers who have never heard anything in right. and introducing them. But so that's kind of a neat thing with the big mega churches and the big ones that have the big show and the big music shows and have the fancy buildings. It gives people a comfortable, safe place to go when they don't know anything because it kind of seems familiar. It's a building. We can walk in and we can walk out. Yes. Then there's the on the other on the other end of it, which that's beautiful and, and great that God can use that that way. But then. We can come along and be a smaller place and find people, you know, a lot of ours is some of our, well, Josh, our youth pastor, mm-hmm. always said, we're kind of a triage unit for people. <laughs> so, you know, when this people are, very yeah, they've been beaten and they're yeah. down and drugs, alcohol, they've done, they've gone through whatever. And now Feeling they're a little lost. Like yeah. The guy and they don't yeah. Feel, a little lost. Yeah. And the deal is they don't feel worthy of walking into a church because yeah. they think you have to be saved and perfect and right. all that. They think yeah. they have to have their ducks in a row before they come to church, and that's right. yeah. definitely yeah. not the case. And that's that, not, that, not you sign us at our place. It's and not, we, were, yeah. we were talking about whenever the change of clothes you had to wear, you know, growing up, back in the day, uh, we had mm-hmm. to wear, you know, like heels and a right. dress Your and all Sunday that Sunday dress stuff. and the yep, yeah. shine shoes. And, and I couldn't wait to be old enough to be able to say sister so-and-so. And then they quit calling each other sister and brother. And brother. <laughs> Shoot. After all <laughs> I that. that. Yeah. But uh, it, it was, um, it was, there has been a lot of change and people, uh, ooh, I t- try and tell the kids it has come a long way. If y'all think it's strict now, you should have. Yeah. You should have been back with us uh, back then, and things that you could and couldn't say. And uh, mm-hmm. and I, I thought the women were going to be put on one side of the church, <laughs> but we didn't do that. But uh, but it's been it's been great, and I'm so glad it's there. I don't care. And the the narrative that's been put out there that is that uh, you know that the church is you know fading away oh, and nine. it's all yeah. going to go away. But uh, that's what I love about the youth, anything of the youth, the stuff is going on. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to make a 
change in our program because we have been talking about the the church that is going to be called Disciples Pathway. Disciples so Pathway. remember that. And uh, that that would be the uh, church to look for down 75 if you mm-hmm. want to go in and experience some real family time. It's great. Uh, but these two have got the most amazing job. This is, You do work outside <laughs> the, the church, and oh, you yeah. do have a... You do have your own uh, place that I, you get, I found out. I was calling, trying to get a hold of Mark, and they kept saying treadmill or tough tread, tread. Tough, tough tread, yeah. tough tread. So I'm thinking tough tread. What is this a tire place? Oh, maybe he works <laughs> at a tire place. And I, so that's what I thought it was. And I talked to Martha, and she goes, "Oh no, 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 uh, it's not that at all." And she starts trying to explain to me what it's a treadmill. Mm-hmm. It's but and I said, okay, think. I understand treadmill. Okay, if you said that, I understand that. It's not tires. She says, no, no it's, not, it's not a treadmill either. It's not the treadmill that you think it might be. So I'm going to give Mark or Martha, whoever you want to, yeah, well, all right, to explain that she starts saying, uh, this, these are treadmills like for skiers, mm-hmm. for uh, people. And she starts going through the different types of treadmills that are, are very unique and custom made, I guess, for yes, and we have a lot of do. custom made treadmills, and in fact, so many that they hit, some of them have become a production unit for us. But we uh, we have treadmills that are used for cross country skiing, uh, for you know, robotics testing, for uh, high performance athletes, uh, professional athletes work out on our treadmills. We have um, the we had we made one for a dog walker for a, a doggy daycare so that they could walk six dogs at the same time on one treadmill <laughs> oh, um we great. we pretty much will take any custom job that comes up in fact we're working on one right now to test uh tractors uh where they build like john deere sort of tractors and uh, the small carts. ones like small like ones the, like, yeah, yeah uh-huh. like the riding mowers and all that right stuff. a little bigger than this table but they would fasten they would put a put something on there and run it on this treadmill for hours and hours and hours. It's huge. Oh, for testing. Yes. Yeah. Destructive 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 testing testing. and all that. And Um, yeah. And so we, and so we do big ones. So some of them are, oh, uh, typically nine feet wide, 10 feet wide, and maybe 20 feet long. Good grief. And so, and we've, and we do it in movie industry, Uh, you know, the, all the Marvel movies, all the Guardians of the Galaxies and all that. We did them a custom machine for uh for one of their movies and oh and, and jackass don't forget jackass <laughs> yeah and, jackass and what, four yeah and what jackass four the most recent jackass, jackass movie yes yeah. they did a whole marching yeah, band so on a treadmill that, thing yeah. and that was our treadmill that's so. wonderful oh Oh yeah, we goodness. didn't. We That's weren't great. really sure about what that was or yeah. what that was going to be, and yeah. we're a little. Uh, <laughs> little I did, but thank goodness, the one thing they put us in, nobody was getting naked, nobody was yeah. being disgusting, <laughs> and, was. and they just were doing a pretending to have a marching band on a tread, one of our um, high speeds, and made yeah. it go very fast, and that chucked them is, all and got them hurt. And yeah, so that is awesome because I'm trying to think of what. Uh oh, I oh, think I is. think he's found it. Here it <laughs> yes, is. Yes, he okay. has. Yeah. Okay, so they're getting to see this now. <laughs> Oh, we've seen it. We were oh, there. Oh, yeah, we were there. We were, we're just off camera right there. And there's our name, Biggest Life. Yeah, yeah, there. Now you know the name. <laughs> oh, that guy is yeah. out right there. Oh, oh. 
Yeah, and one of them, the, yeah, the Steve-O guy right, right down there, yeah. he's not moving. Not he, moving. Didn't, he, he went off to the hospital that day. We did? Oh, yeah, he yeah. got really hurt. Yeah, we like I said, we were oh off camera God. when yeah. they filmed this. and uh, and they were the Well, they don't show it in here, but there's a forklift behind that big uh, metal that door, big steel door. Yeah. so that it wouldn't give so at all. So oh, when they hit good. it, oh. yeah, it just doesn't move. You know. Yeah. <laughs> They told us when they started the filming, they said no sound at all. Whatever you see, whatever happens, no one says anything until the director says cut. Yeah. Okay. And we watched all this taking place, and I'm like, Mark, that guy's not moving. How could you? He said, what? I said, that guy's not moving. He hasn't moved at all. Hadn't moved at all before the guy finally said cut, and they said, all right, let's scrape him up off the... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you did, but the, the Marvel movie the marvel one was yeah you don't see our treadmill in that one yeah because it was was printed for the special effects studio so we were in this so it was it was for a nine second shot Mm -hmm. so it was a treadmill that cost about eighty thousand dollars for a 90 nine nine second second shot shot. nine second shot yeah but they they loved them but they put it on their special effects green screen studio Uh and they they did they shot the shot and they were so happy with it that they told us, "Hey, you guys are set. Every one of our movies from now on, you're gonna you're, we're gonna use your machine because they do. It was so big that was that one was about sixty feet long and about was, yeah, twelve feet wide. Huge. The belt, yeah. the actual running surface, and uh, and it went extremely steep. And so they said we're gonna do the hero walk from now on. So the the hero walk is in all the the you know the superhero movies there's the point where the hero and all of his friends are walking off and the bomb yeah. blows up behind mm-hmm. them and all that stuff you know it, that's called we didn't know that that's called the hero walk and and they've always had a problem because they can't get all of the heroes together walking in front of a green screen yeah and so they would natural put them and that's on that's what y'all provided was, yeah was that so so every time we see the movie and we see the hero walk happen it there's they're walking on more your, than likely yeah so we don't do we're not the movie. cool company but uh we just make the cool company look good so. <laughs> oh my word. No. I'm, you're the source uh, and by the way he'll be arrested after this because he had to sign Oh, yeah. An NDA oh, yeah. that included all of the known universe. I think we're still in the universe. Uh, yeah, they were very yeah. tight about their non-disclosure. The, and they were they were tighter than, and we've done a lot of government work, even for the military, mm-hmm. and they're not nearly as secretive as the you movie know, people are. I know. Yeah. I, I was interviewing someone, uh, the guy who, he wrote this book for Groucho Marx, and um, he was, you know, his secretary, and he, so he wrote this book, and... Um, I get him on the air. I find out that he had told me about this movie that they're doing, that they're going to be doing for, uh, for the, called Raised Eyebrows or something. And I said, oh, okay. He said, but we can't say anything about it at all because, it, you know, there's a lot of right. all that stuff that's going right. on. Yeah. We don't want to mess up any of the, you know, I said, oh, sure, no problem. <laughs> okay, I don't say anything about it. Don't ever tell me. Right before yeah. an interview, not don't to talk say about that, this. don't talk yeah. about this because the first thing that my brain, you know, triggers in is to like, oh yeah. So that you're excited about that movie that you're doing, and, and now he, this was on the phone. We were on the phone, so I couldn't see his expression. I was so right. happy I couldn't. And he, <laughs> he said, uh, he said, okay, so about how many people do you think are listening to your show? And I said. Well, I mean, we go on, we're on the internet, we go all over the, 
oh, so that's not a good thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. Probably in Conroe, I don't think you're going to have a problem. I don't think anybody in Conroe probably will, will worry about, you know, me saying that. And uh, we'll forget it immediately. But I, I told, you know, I just remember thinking, you should never tell anybody. And I've said the same thing. I've said, like, okay, here's the deal. Like, don't, But don't talk about that because I'm going to – I said – I've done the same thing to somebody, and I realized it was so wrong because your brain—that's that's oh yeah—it's like telling somebody don't about. think about the pink elephant. And yeah, ex- first thing exactly, think about exactly right. Yeah. But how exciting and interesting is that? Has has the Conroe Courier done an article on y'all? Uh, we're we're a really bad marketing company. <laughs> we're we're really good engineers, we and we make treadmills. really good products yeah, and all that stuff. But we're so we're really bad about it, promoting ourselves. We kind of Martha does did our website and helped and and uh, redid that. And, you know, and then we start just putting a list of all of our customers because there's yeah, it's we really surprise ourselves unusual. when we do that. It's like, wow, yeah, we have machines, ski machines going out next week to Utah. You're right. The ski machines University are the ones that have turned into kind of a production unit for us. We've done so many. Ten, cross-country skiing. Well, right, cross-country well, skiing. So, so, it's, so you're building a – it's like a treadmill for someone who's, who's having to uh, practice and be able to have a treadmill that, she, that they can act yes, like they they're Yes, they use on. roller skis. On oh, them, okay. but it's very much and, like skiing. And they're big, so. they're big things. So they're like we did one for the Canadian cross country, their Olympic team, for the Norwegians Olympic team, for uh, for you know we've been we're dealing with the U.S. ski team and yeah. and so it's and then you have individual clubs that put them in. But yeah, they're they're using it for conditioning. So like even for our athlete ones, the athlete units go thirty miles an hour. So it's for athletes not to jog on like at the gym. It's for athletes to sprint on full out, get them going faster, and then having harnesses to hold them because they're going to run faster than they can. Right. And then it catches them and say, but it's all about conditioning and all that. It's not so, as much about technique. So you're you're going you're on the and it's going like this, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it catches them before they go to. Before they fall off. Before, Before they, they fall off, yes. And so at third, at, yeah, if they're at 26, 27 miles an hour, they don't just <laughs> casually fall off. They can right. fly off. Right, yeah, it's pretty off. spectacular. So, yeah. yeah, the video, the clip you saw with the with the, the band there, yeah. mm-hmm. that was only going 15 miles an hour. Right. And so really? You, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was Did going, they speed it up? Did they speed mm-hmm. up the... They, they wanted... No, oh, no. It's, that's they what we tell people. We, we, we had to warn them over and over again. Right. Go, this they kept is a lot saying, no, we want it faster. We want it faster. We want it faster. And we finally talked them into testing it. Uh, so they had a huge sandbag that was like human size and weight. weight. Yeah. And they took that up on the lid and said, okay, let's see what happens if we just drop this on this treadmill going, was it 30 miles an hour? On <laughs> yeah, they wanted it. Yeah. 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 So they dropped and it. And that was when they realized that it would hit that steel door behind it. And they put the, yeah, so they put the forklift in front of it, and then they started talking about the speed. And we said, you know, 15 miles an hour will be plenty fast, and you guys are going to get plenty hurt. You really don't need it to go any faster than that. Oh, my. And they, yeah, yeah, we finally talked them into slowing it down to 15, but that actually was 15. That is, you know, you have, do you have grandchildren? No. 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 Okay. I was going to say. You would be like the coolest grandparents in the world <laughs> that you worked on a jackass movie. <laughs> like, We're aunts and uncles, so we kind of get that from the, oh, from the aunts everybody. and uncles. Yeah, from the yeah, nephews and Yeah, when you don't have any kind of uh, Thanksgiving and they say, so what are you working on now? And what do you, you know, and like what kind of treadmills do you do ones for kids? Do you have... Any one, custom one of the things we really uh, that we're really interested in doing more of because we there's a going to be a paper published from a researcher uh, back in New York and he has a 
facility called uh, Inclusive Sports mm -hmm. on Long Island, where his whole thing is about taking, in particular, autistic kids and training them like you train athletes. Now, he, he also includes other, you know, audible and visual training. And, but one of his big things is he uses a, a lot of our high-speed treadmills and because they have the harness, and he puts their kids on it and takes them up to the higher speeds. And he's about, his public paper will come out in a major journal coming up here before too long. Um, but it's showing about results about helping the autistic kids come out of their bubble, out of being so internally focused, because the treadmill forces the movement. Right. So they have to right. come out because of right. self-preservation yeah, says. focus on yeah. the, the yeah. world around them instead of on themselves. So they, See, it draws their focus out. Exactly. It, like nothing else can. And he has <gasps> them. Um, and it's the weird thing about us, too, is we work with so many different kind of companies. So we work a lot. Caltech uh, is probably our, mm -hmm. and MIT are probably our biggest customers in terms of number of machines they bought. Right, they keep buying robotics treadmills. Yeah, for, that's for the researchers. So you get to go out and see really cutting edge research oh for for yes. the uh, you know for 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 uh, that are the robots. Uh -huh. But we had a week where we went from there, and then we flew up to Whistler. Canada to work on a ski machine for their Olympic team. So now you're so now you've got experts at a high level that, but it's a totally different thing. You know, the other people are trying to figure out how to interface with the treadmill, and then right. you start seeing the research, and then you start learning things that help us advance what we're doing. Of course. And then you get we then get to go up and then deal with Olympic coaches who have a totally different interest in the machine, and they're they're wanting to know what we can do to improve their athletes. Right. And so they're talking with us, and then we'll hop. We went from there, then, oh, then out to Alex's with the autistic kids, and then we're popping back down to work with the military on some of their stuff that they're working on. And, you know, you you just get to – so we're not experts in hardly anything. No, we're, anything we're really else. good at making treadmills. Trades. But right. we see yeah, everything. We get exposed to yeah. a lot of yes. And it's been – and we think – and this is – we always look, to at our job and our work as that has always been our full-time ministry. The church is an important part of it now and becoming more important. And I think because we're getting older, God now has us working more and more in the church. Speak for yourself. Right. But, yeah, or I'm because I'm getting older. <laughs> yeah, I you. love my husband. Yeah. I was like, you know, we're so old right now. I don't think, wait. What do you yeah. mean we? Got yeah, like, yeah, your like, like, let's just send Well, we are thing. elders. <laughs> so, you're you know, an elder. I'm an I'm elder. Not. Yeah, that's true. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're not getting older. Okay, then. Yeah, that's a good point. That's right. And so, but they, uh, but we don't, that, so our company really uh, shouldn't exist if it wasn't for God's hands, you oh, know, amen. because we're, we're such an oddball, we're the, the definition of a niche company. Mm -hmm. We've got, the, the weird thing is we've got about nine or 10 niches that we're, <laughs> yeah. that we're in. And so it, it turns it into a real business and, uh, and we've always used it in the past, like when we had our ranch, we, or when our friend Jack Hay had the ranch. Uh, we were right across the street. And so we would be bringing in and training guys coming back off the street who have lost some of their, you know, because drugs and alcohol lost yeah. some of their skills, and they would come and work in our place. And so we would work them, train them up, and then, and unfortunately, then send them out to other companies once they were ready for the public. <laughs> right. That's yeah. awesome. But it was always part of our work was sure. bringing them in. And so it's, it's a different, so we'd always seen, and, and and the, I mean, we've always been part of Christian businessmen things and all that. But one of the things we've always were trying to get across to people, your purpose can change so dramatically when it's eternally focused. So like our business, some of the people are, 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 when they talk to our workers, 
mm-hmm. like Rick Smith, who I mentioned to you about, who'd lived in Conroe all his Rick life. Rick Smith. He I, will. Oh, my goodness. And you've lived in Conroe all your life. You're just, and you you work with these guys? <laughs> yeah, he's a lucky person. You are so lucky. <laughs> but he, but, uh, but, nice but with that, you know, that's one of those things that you go, well, that gives you a real purpose. And people say, well, our company has a very family feel. And it's, it's the same thing as the church mm-hmm. is, well, it's because we really care what happens with our people, you know, and our, right. and, and our customers are different at work because the projects are a little more specialized. You know, if we were a roofing company or somebody and you're doing roofs so quickly and there's so much work to be done, that's, that's a difficult thing to develop that relationship just because right. of time. True. You could have the heart for it, but you don't have the time for it. Ours, our customers, we deal with. So our, a typical project from the f- first phone call to being shipped and it's sitting in their room is six months to, yeah. a, to a year. Just because you're finding out what their needs are. They're having to put it to a bid process. They're having to get it approved by, you know, a, a big company or a big uh, government agency. And Yikes. so you work with them. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're used imagine. to this. It's it's not wow. an easy job, but no. but you get to know them in a way. And, but how uh, rewarding that yeah. is. That's mm-hmm. just it is. I mean, it's not as rewarding as your you being the elder at the church, but I mean, I mean, just for. But for, it can be. That's what we kind of want people to know is it can be, you know, your work can really be just like what you're doing, bringing, you know, it's your faith. Right. You put it out there. It's not that we're trying to dictate people how to live their life. It's no. just like we're making them aware of, man, if you're a young man, like like Tyler that you talked about mm-hmm. in our youth group, mm-hmm. if you're a young man that's in there, that's somebody really looking for purpose because right. of his age. And he really yes. wants to make something of himself. And he, sure. and he wants a challenge at that age. And that's that's where the weakening or softening of the message for so many people is, well, I could do full-time work in the church. And that's always bothered me when a pastor said, well, I, I quit my job to do full-time work, mm-hmm. pastoral work. And you're like, no, your, your Christian walk faith is full-time, that's whether right. you're here right. or you're yeah, at right. work or that you're outside, at church. That outside connection that you, you still need for sure. And mm-hmm. he's given me this, and I'm just, he didn't yeah. do this at least. He's going like this, so I have to wrap it up. And how exciting. Y'all are going to have to come back. We'll have to do something else because that <laughs> that was just amazing or um y'all invite me out to there you go place, yeah, absolutely no? yeah i'll take yeah. pictures um <laughs> but anyway thank you so much mark and martha white from the 1012 church and it's going to be called pathway. disciples pathway yes and uh soon very coming soon and mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk to them about that as well thank you all so much thank you for your work your love your your i mean uh the heart you have is just amazing. Well, and thanks so, for having us. This is okay. Been fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I, I gotta say, uh, we love our first responders, and we just love you so much. We respect you, and we just think you're great. So, yep. Love you. Every week, people ask the same two questions: Are they ready to retire? Will their savings last for their lifetimes? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. We help answer these two questions and many more that people have about their uncertain financial future. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know the client and includes a few meetings for the client to kick the tires at no charge. We provide a concise one-page summary that helps the client get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for them. To learn more about Wooten Financial Group's process in helping their clients to a clear financial future and to see their contact information, 
visit Cindy Cochran show page on IRLoneStar.com forward slash TCCS. Wooten Financial Group is a proud sponsor of the Cindy Cochran Show. Wooten Financial Group is available by phone at 936-449-5952 or visit them on the web at www.wootenfinancial.com. That's www.wootonfinancial.com. This program is sponsored by the Wooten Financial Group. It is not the intent of Wooten Financial Group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website. Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the state of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc. Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any of their representatives.